Welcome, fun seekers, to another edition of our podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about books. More importantly, collecting books or building a library. I happen to love books. As Erasmus said, when I get a little money, I buy books. And if any is left, I buy food and clothes. Throughout my school years, middle school and high school, I was not much of a reader. I didn't care to read. But when I became a Christian, that all changed. And I had a real strong desire to know the Lord and know everything about Him. And so I began to read the scriptures diligently. And that led me on a journey to read what other people had said who know or had known the Lord better than I did. Reading for me is difficult because I'm a slow reader. But I absolutely love books. And I have mastered the power of the skim. And so many books I will skim through or skim and dip through. Others I will read word for word. And it's that second category of books that I want to talk to you about today. I'm often asked, what books do you recommend as must-reads? I'm building a library and I want to buy the best books to fill it. Early in my Christian journey, uh, I would buy any Christian book, uh, not having any idea of what was in it. Early on, I got the CBD catalog, the Christian Book Distributor catalog, and I would just pick books that interested me by title or uh, by price. Oftentimes, they would have great discounts on books, and I would fill my library with those. Most of those I got rid of because I didn't find anything helpful in them. As I've become a more seasoned Christian and a more seasoned reader, I've come to the observation that most books that are written today basically repeat what others have said. And if you're talking about Christian books in the evangelical world, very few of them say anything new. Very few of them say anything deep. Very few of them say anything profound. Right now, if you look at the Christian bestseller list, you will find the ones that sell the best are about heaven, or they're about hell, or they're basically a book that has this message. You're not doing enough for God. The world's going to hell. The world's becoming worse and worse. There's not enough Christians. You're not doing enough. Get off your duff. Get out there and make disciples. And for whatever reason, those books sell like crazy. The books that reveal Jesus Christ. The books that set God's people free. The books that, that bring people into a deeper, higher revelation of Christ. A deeper and higher insight and understanding of God's ultimate intention. And that talk about what's really on God's heart above everything else. His ultimate purpose. His chief intention. Prophetic books, if you will. That bring us back to the original mind and heart of God. Those books typically don't make the bestseller list. Anyway, in responding to people who have asked me what are the best books, I have compiled a 100 best Christian books ever written list. Now, I have not read every book ever written. I read quite often. I have several books going at the same time. Thousands of books have passed through my hands 
and I have a library of thousands of volumes. And I have put together this list because it represents what I believe to be, at this point in time, given what I have read, the best, the cream of the crop, the deepest, the highest, the most profound, the most helpful, the most unique books ever written to and for God's people. These would be books for those of us who have gone beyond evangelical. Those of us who have gone beyond the mindset of D.L. Moody and John Darby. Those of us who have superannuated beyond pop Christianity, mainstream Christianity, and have headed out for the highest. These books reveal Christ in unique ways. They reveal God's purpose in unique ways. And my list is broken up into different categories. I call them shelves. So you have the mission of God shelf. You have the church life shelf. You have spiritual formation or deeper Christian life shelf. And on and on. Now people look at this list, especially those who are used to reading all the hottest pop best-selling Christian books at the time. And you will find that those books are not on the list. I also hear occasionally from people who have read some of the church fathers and they want to know why those books aren't on the list. And then there are those who've read books I've never read. Keep in mind now several things. One, I'm coming from a different place than most evangelical Christians. If you read my blog post, Beyond Evangelical, which is on the blog by the same name, frankviola.org, just click on the post that says, What does Beyond Evangelical mean? You'll see it on the right-hand side. That will give you a good idea of where I stand and what has shaped my preference in books. Ultimately, if you are looking for something more profound, something that is richer, something that reveals Christ and His fullness, then you're going to be interested in these books. I will also say that I have purposely excluded academic, dense theological works. And the reason for that simply is, if I added those, we would be up to 200 books, or 150 at least. And most Christians cannot stomach that stuff. Dense theological works are very difficult to read for the average reader. I'm writing to the average Christian. I'm writing to the masses, as it were. Those who are looking for accessible books. I do have a few Dietrich Bonhoeffer books in the list, and they are theological, but they're written well enough where they're easy to read, and they're just so great that they had to make the list. And I did not include Bible commentaries. Perhaps someday I'll do that. You'll also notice that I don't have any fiction books on the list. I have nothing personal against fiction books. It's just that I can't read them. <clears throat> I actually um, have a very hard time reading fiction. However, when it comes to films, I much prefer fiction movies. And I have many friends who are the exact opposite. They can only read fiction books if it's nonfiction. They can't stay with it. When it comes to films, I'm the opposite. I enjoy fiction films, don't care for the based-on-a-true-story movies. But when it comes to books, I much prefer nonfiction. But anyway, if you're building a spiritual library, I recommend that you look at these books. And quite honestly, if you can do it, I recommend that you buy them all. For me, they're must-reads. How do you find the list? Just go to my blog, frankviola.org, or you can put beyondevangelical.com. 
and you'll see a very large banner. You can't miss it. It's on the right-hand side. It says, the best 100 Christian books ever written. There's also a blog post by the same name. You'll see it on the right-hand side under popular posts. It's at the very top, 100 best Christian books ever written. And if you click on that, you'll see that we have three banners for this book list. And I would appreciate it greatly if you would put one of those banners on your blog or your website so that others can benefit. The list is also a bookstore. I'm an Amazon affiliate, so all the books are linked to discounted prices on Amazon.com. They'll take you right to the page. Just click on the book, and you can purchase all of them there. And I think if your total comes to $25 or more, you get free shipping. So you can't really beat that. Some of the books are out of print. Most of them are in print, but even the out-of-print books you can obtain. I hope you will avail yourself of this list and begin building your library slowly. The fact of the matter is we all have limited time. And limited time means we can't possibly read every book that has been written. And so I give this list to you as a gift, as a recommendation to help you build your library. And quite frankly, I wish I had someone do this for me when I was in my 20s and building my spiritual library. I wasted a lot of money on a lot of books that um, I wish I had never bought. And I think I have given away over the years hundreds of books. Now, if you read my book, Finding Organic Church, you'll understand the statement. If you are someone who feels called to be involved in the Lord's work, in the capacity of a Christian worker, or you are presently engaged in the Lord's work in the capacity of a Christian worker, then reading books is indispensable. See, because a book represents not just the chopping down of a tree, not just the printing press, but it represents ideas, concepts, truths, and more so when it comes to many of the books on my list, a revelation of Jesus Christ through a member of his body. Often Christian workers, often teachers, often prophets, often people that God has gifted. And the body of Christ has been with us for 2,000 years. And my gospel says that Jesus Christ in his fullness cannot be known as an individual. We need the body. And not just a local assembly of believers that's experiencing the Lord together, but we draw on the riches that have been given to the body of Christ these last 2,000 years. Consequently, when I open a book and read it, I am receiving from, I am learning from another member of the body of Jesus Christ that has a portion of Christ. And I am learning from them. So books represent something very deep. They represent the principle of the body functioning at work. And if you're a Christian worker and you're going to work with churches, you're going to work with God's people, for you to carry out your ministry faithfully, you need to be equipped in all areas. Areas that go beyond theology. So check it out, and I will talk to you next time.